No bro. It's real. All right. All right. I am good. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate no, it. Thank you for having me in. Um, everyone in the gym, I guess, since I started doing these, has been asking me when I'm going to get you on. No yeah. pressure. <laughs> they want to know a little bit more about me. It's yeah, probably more yeah. about the game inside of it. They want to know, <laughs> they know everything about my jiu-jitsu. So. I think yeah. just, just <clears throat> it's kind of natural just because, obviously, being like a bit of a figure eight. Um, yeah, the dogs are here as well, so they'll probably just yeah, come in. They're going to have guest spots, can't they? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, so, like, so, and I, obviously I wanted to get you on for a while, I just thought, um, you know, some people are uncomfortable, with that, but I thought you'd be up for it, so. so I'm all right. I'm nervous, um, but we'll, we'll I'll survive, yeah. won't I? We'll be good. Yeah, so those who don't know, um, Jimmy's the head coach at Stealth BJJ North East, I guess, well, Akurai, um, and Stealth BJJ North East, so you kind of, Somehow control us in ragtag pack of uh, pack of miscreants and turn us into disciplined martial artists. I guess. Yeah. Um, Try my best. So yeah, it's good. I think I think I first met you probably about four years ago. I think mm. I was trying to do a Thai class with Longy, and uh, I got walloped. I thought like I'd been to a Mickey Mouse gym. I don't even know the story, but I'd been to a proper Mickey Mouse gym and I'd seen uh, I seen Harry in town with like a hoodie on, and mm. I thought, where's that? MFA yeah, and mm-hmm. I googled it, and I seen like a proper brutal website with Abdul on it. And um, <laughs> seen the class timetable, and I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give that a place a go. And I went, and I thought like, because I've been it in pads for a year, mm. thought yeah, it was like doing. hot shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought I'm gonna go in, not like let everyone know like where Impress I am. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. not in a nasty way, but I got got embarrassed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then and then. Um, so are you going to name and shame the Mickey Mouse gym? Then, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It was um, it was Martin Ashton's old gym, so it was after Martin Ashton had it. Max, uh, Max Training right, Academy. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I thought earlier just because I seen a video on my Facebook of um, some like you know like bullshit mm. martial arts videos. Yeah, yeah. That that was on my thing to talk yeah. about for like gyms like that. But um, we'll come, we'll come to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it, Max Martial Arts, and it's probably nice for families, I'm sure they do yeah, well, yeah. but yeah. just after training there, and then um, and then going to Mills for Fight Academy, which is complete opposite ends of the spectrum, there's mm. probably somewhere like a bit nicer, kind of in the middle that's family friendly, but also like a serious competitive gym, you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Um, not that MFA is not family friendly, but it's it's a bit, it's rough and ready, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it caters for the more serious People yeah. that want to get into MMA. Yeah. Um, and I like I liked it. I loved that like kind of thing. But yeah, so I went in there, got my ass handed to me. But I seen you doing the Nogi class beforehand, mm-hmm. I think, and I was like I was a bit like, what's this? Because mm-hmm. I'd watched fighting, I'd watched UFC up until that point, so I kinda had an idea of it. But until I seen the class, I never thought like the, the ground fighting was like a a big part of that could that could be a whole class, you know what I mean? I thought yeah. it would just be part of the Can't MMA class. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that was my introduction to it. How um, how did you first get into martial arts? Did you do loads of stuff as a kid? Or? Uh, I'm really old now, so this is I'm going to have to really rack <laughs> my brain to go back. The very first martial art I did was karate with um, a guy called Steve Cole. He was lecturing me at Middlesbrough College at the time, right. and um, he was ranting on about how good in like sports is. stuff yeah i was doing yeah. sport therapy i think it was yeah. in the year 1999 i think yeah and uh he was always telling us how good he was and how deadly he was and all that bullshit that yeah, you know, yeah. guys come up <laughs> so one day after class he said come into the uh into the hall and we'll do a bit of karate and he brought this big 
bored out with like, ooh, right, a dog. Yeah, right in the <laughs> right in the throats. There's nothing in there for you, so. <laughs> Um So yeah, he had this big board with rope. I'm sure Mark Lee's probably chopped a few of them. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So he had me doing these rich hand strikes. So right. you know, I'm kia hitting him like that. And I was thinking, it's fucking killing us this again. Anyway, obviously, as you do, all your mates are going past the windows laughing, pointing, going, oh, my God, look at him. Right. Look at that karate doll. And I got a lot of stick for it. And I thought, I, I don't know whether it's for me, this karate thing. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And at the time, I was watching, you know, like everyone else, I was watching MMA. Um, and I, it, it's hard, again, because I've been doing it that long, my brain's a bit foggy. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, I was watching a lot of Pride, a lot of... Um, he, K1 heroes, all that sort of stuff. I, I don't know whether UFC was really that big back then. I can't really remember, but it'd have been its infancy. I'd seen it? a bit of um, everyone. It's very cliche, but I saw the high Gracie thing. Yeah, you know, submitting people, and uh, I think it was about two thousand and three or something when one of the girls I worked with at JJB Sports had mentioned yeah. the dad does this jujitsu. All right. And I was like, oh, is that like the UFC type of stuff? And she was like, yeah, you'll have to come down. Um, so anyway, I went down and one time and she actually choked me out and told them <laughs> about right. it worked. So I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. got major stick for that. And uh, it, it was, was actually still about Sarah still Pollard, yeah. Right. The dad, Cliff Pollard, he, he was a weak ah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. right? So Sarah's a lovely lass. I worked with her for about 10 years. And uh, she made me remember the day she choked me out for the next 10 years that yeah, I worked yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. But that was how I first got into the kind of... MMA I started as the jiu-jitsu and yeah. I moved on to, I did some boxing for a while um, at Ormsby Gym with uh, some really good coaches yeah. down there Neil Johnson Carl Maloney a few of them and then I, I dabbled in wrestling as well for a while yeah. um, with Mick Sudrin and Andy Smith and mm -hmm. a few of them unbelievable wrestling guys um, I had a lot of injuries I was going through a lot of problems I had neck injuries back injuries because at the time obviously I was doing fitness instructing and I was kind of going through a bodybuilding stage. So I was right. doing all kinds of rubbish workouts, you know, squats and deadlifts and all that. Yeah, I did some of that and, today. Um, <laughs> so, did, so did I, incidentally. But um, yeah, I, had, I was going through a lot of problems with my body and that. And um, I remember the first, I, I'd done it for a couple of years, but it was only once a week. Right. Um, I think it was Wednesday night, like six till seven. Yeah. And I'd done it for a, quite a while. And I remember Clifford said, you know, you're ready to fight now. And at the time, you're trusting your coach, don't you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Like, the reality of it is, it's yeah. fucking shit. <laughs> I had, like, literally no jiu-jitsu. I had no boxing. I had, like, minimum of everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, basically just got thrown in at the deep end. Um, I had one amateur fight, lost that for semi-pros and four pros in the end of over a period of yeah. a couple of years but it wasn't like it is nowadays like people didn't have skill sets but they had a little bit of jiu-jitsu and that was it yeah you know some other people had a little bit of boxing and that was it so some right. of the fights once you i got to the ground they, they couldn't do it that was it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's just how it was back in there there wasn't any kind of legit black belts around that you could go and train with probably the nearest was newcastle yeah and at the time you know i, I probably couldn't afford to travel and train anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just we just did what we could with the best of what we had, you know. Yeah. And um, how did, how did you, well, what's your record? Over So it was, I uh, lost my amateur. Yeah, sorry, so yeah. So I yeah. was on one as an amateur, three and one as semi-pro. Yeah. And three and one at pro. Were they all submissions that you got? As far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, yeah. was, uh, me and John, it's funny because me and John Dale were talking about this today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got matched up with one guy and we all turned up and, uh, 
there was this big stocky guy and, yeah. and John was saying, oh, imagine if you were fighting him. I was like, nah. Anyway, we were, and he was 10 kilos heavier. They'd got the weight wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was coaching one of the fighters and he was smacking the side of the ring. And John went, oh my God, like he's got to, he's a big lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it turned out that, um, I don't know whether I got stitched or they just, you know, yeah, yeah. got the weight wrong, but it turned out I was 75 and he was 85. Fuck. And I'd already sold about 50 tickets, so I thought, well, fuck it, I'll just do it. You know, it's not yeah. like nowadays where it was no profession, you know, it was very yeah. amateurish. You'd just be just, yeah, yeah, let's just fight. And I threw like a big scruffy left hook. Me and the lads always have a crack about it because it was just a really bad technique, but what a big, wide swing left hook. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I caught him and his head just. Uh, just kind of came out in a huge egg. It looked like he had like an apple in his face. Fuck. And that uh, the paramedic jumped in and stopped it. So and that was it. The, the only one I can remember that wasn't uh, submission. Wasn't the rest were like armbar, <laughs> re naked choke, triangle, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, Smash some guy who was 10 kilos. <laughs> and again, I fought one guy on Total Combat and he was a Thai boxer, but he had no jujitsu. Right. Right. And he punched the shit out of me for about four minutes. Like when the fight was over, I had lumps all over my head. Like I didn't know, I didn't know have any kind of defensive skills, so I right. didn't know how to parry. I didn't. Know, I was just literally covering up. Yeah, yeah. And he just beat the shit out of me, and I got a lucky kind of. No, no, I did it. I clinched and got like an inside trip takedown. Yeah. And once I'd got a mount, he, he didn't have any jujitsu, so I just mounted triangled him. And yeah. I remember jumping up the ropes like I'd just beat fucking GSP or something. <laughs> it was just some, some guy that had never done any groundwork in his life. But they were the type of fights at the time that we yeah. were having. It was very uh, much striker versus grappler. It wasn't, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all good all around us nowadays. If you look at all the young lads, you know. Even MFA now, and stuff. at like, um, like an amateur level, and obviously you've coached a lot of amateur fighters, and I know a few just through MFA and stuff when when people get matched up you know who you're fighting mm. now which obviously time, it sounds yeah, like you yeah. didn't then yeah no um, we didn't have a clue no you just get told this guy's travelling from here and you didn't you and didn't that's it yeah, yeah yeah and he's 85k though I suppose obviously advancements in the internet and stuff but yeah um, it happened a few times there was another one um, it was the same place actually in um, the little church over Newport roundabout yeah the end of I know it. what you mean um, yeah I got matched up with another guy, kickboxing. I, I remember going past it and seeing signs for fights and that on the net, mm. just being like, hell, what's well, going on? This guy, on? again, was about seven kilos heavier. Right. And full of tattoos, he looked scary. Yeah. You know, he's, got, he's a kickboxer. Again, he didn't He didn't have any ground game. Yeah. Uh, I remember I shot a double leg. I had the worst double leg ever. It was one of those, yeah. put your head down and run with your hands out. Yeah, I've done a few things. And, he, and he, kicked, he kicked me in the head, but as he connected, I managed to get the takedown. Right. And... Um, it kind of went to the ground. He went to stand up and I just sunk a reanated truck in and it was right. like, all these fights, it were just fighting bums, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though I might have, it looks like I've got a half-decent record, but it's, it, it was fighting. Might as well have just grabbed yeah. someone off the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I could go back now and do it properly and find, you know, good yeah. gyms, I, I, I would have enjoyed yeah. it a lot more. But by the by, you know, I'm too old for all that now. Yeah. That's why I like to stick now to just the, the BJJ, yeah. you know? And um when did you start teaching? Um, I have no idea. That's really bad, <laughs> but just it, I feel like I've been doing it that long. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I would say round about... We're now 2008, 2009. Right. Uh, that's just a complete guess, to be honest. I can't remember. <laughs> because myself and Nathan opened up a little a little gym, right? All right. And I was teaching the jiu-jitsu out there. Yeah. I wasn't good enough to teach, but it's all there was. You yeah. know what I mean? There was nobody to teach me, so I ended up learning from instructionals. Yeah. 
DVDs, you know. I remember my very first instructional I, I got was a it was Nathan Leverton one, the guard one that I found on the internet. I think yeah. it was posted somewhere, and it was <laughs> he was he was like way ahead of his time. He was yeah. really really good. Um, and I got another one, um, Barrett Yoshida triangles, armbars, and guillotines or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I literally like studied, game. yeah, like I studied them like yeah. fully, and I, and I thought, you know. I want to do this. I want to. I want to teach. There's yeah. no one else around, so why don't I just do it? Yeah. And I'm sure you know if that happened now, people go, I shouldn't be, shouldn't be teaching at that level, blah blah blah. But that was the best we had, you know. Yeah. And thankfully, it worked out over time, and yeah, yeah. I improved, and you know, as I got better and I trained with better people, yeah, I become gradually a, bit, a little bit better coach. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's, there's, I can still improve on a lot of things, but. I like to think we have quite a, a good group of lads at yeah. that level, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got a really, really good eye for detail. Mm. Um, trained a few places obviously and but you've always been my coach mm. um but yeah obviously it seems to come pretty i know you've always had it but it seems to come quite naturally to you so some people just aren't cut out to do it you know what i mean yeah it's probably down to the fact that i was a fitness instructor for so many years yeah so you have to learn a lot about body mechanics you understand the movements the, the yeah. joints what way they're supposed to go you know so i always prided myself on being a really good instructor at yeah. the time i think it was the year 2000 i won like fitness instructor of the year all right out of i think it was 45 jjb clubs okay and i spent every second of spare time on um forums fitness forums learning yeah. about muscles learning about powerlifting learning about bodybuilding yeah, yeah. i was obsessed yeah like, as, as I'm sure we'll talk about it further down the line. Yeah. I've got a very addictive personality. <laughs> so once I latch onto something, I go That's it. Go bonkers yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, like I said earlier, I was I was doing a lot of bodybuilding training and killing myself in the gym. Yeah. At the time I was doing way more than I should have. In my head I was thinking, right, more's better. Yeah. So even when I was waking up in agony, so I was like, No, you've got to go to the gym, you've got to do more. And of course I was in like a, a constant state of overtraining. I was yeah. constantly getting run down. My friends would take the piss and go, you're always ill, you're constantly ill. But I, And I was like, why am I ill all the time? I wasn't giving my body any time to recover. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I learnt my lesson from that, obviously, further down the line when I studied um, fitness properly and I did a diploma and I did my level three PT. Right. I realised then, you know, you were doing too much, but I was just that eager and I wanted to yeah, be huge, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I went through the stage everyone does and took a bit of steroids, went massive, yeah. you know, injured my shoulders. <laughs> absolutely wrecked myself. And yeah. since, that, since then... Um, I haven't touched. I wouldn't touch steroids ever again. Yeah. Basically, because they, they wrecked me in more ways than you can imagine. Yeah. Me Mentally, physically, just yeah. hormones me and off. the like. Yeah, yeah. Can really, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Right. Um, it's quite a big issue with MMA overtraining, isn't it? Uh, just so many people just think that, and it's only recently over the past couple of years where people have started to, you know, take into account rest days and actually, mm. you know, like active rest days and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a symptom of the like how extreme the sport is itself you know what i mean so people just think like i have to do this because if i don't the consequences can be dire without realizing that yeah i think the, the pressure didn't i think and they have to do everything they have to yeah. do boxing they have to do wrestling they have to do jiu-jitsu they have to lift weights you have to do cardio they have to yeah. do all these complicated circuits you don't you know yeah. um if you're training four or five days a week four or five different disciplines when are you going to fit in strength and conditioning and when are you going to fit in power lifting it's, it's ridiculous yeah. um especially at an amateur level when um, you're at college absolutely. or you've got a job or yeah. just any, any any other time thing right. if i would like if I, I mean i won't because i'm a bit old now but if i kind of thought i wanted to fight mma i probably have to work part-time i just i 
me yeah, personally, it, it I just don't have the time to. Yeah, it takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. I respect people that do it. Like I said, when we were doing it, I was training once a week. Right. I wasn't doing anything <laughs> else and I was fighting <laughs> semi-pro and pro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you believe in you believe what your coach is telling you. Yeah. Realistically, you just want to make money and sell tickets. You're ready for pro. So I'm like, I'm fighting. I'm going, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even anywhere near a blue belt jiu-jitsu. Never right. mind combat and a boxing or kicking or anything. Yeah. Literally had nothing. But you got away with it back then because yeah. there was people that were even worse than you were. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, I think people um, overcomplicate strength, condition, and fitness. They yeah. do. Every, I've seen it over the years. You know, everyone wants to all, do all these new fad things because GSP does this. You have to do this style of Gymnastics complex training. Just do some heavy lifting once yeah. or twice a week. You know, um, you get your cardio from your striking, from your rolls. So why yeah. are they going and doing? extra cardio sessions yeah, that, yeah. that's that's my view everyone's got, got yeah. their own personal opinion yeah, yeah. but speaking you know from experience when I tried to do more I realised that I was actually eating into my recovery you know yeah. what I mean put the, put, make sure the sessions are super intense and then rest and, and go on and do it again yeah you know? that's the way I see it yeah it's but, funny I like literally joined a gym about a week ago because it's just open around the corner yeah. um, just like a box that landing. cold fed yeah, yeah. um and a good friend of mine who I trust is uh, a PT and I kind of just spoke to him because I thought I was going to I thought I'm going to go down and uh, I thought I'm going to walk into the gym and it's maybe been five years since I've went to a proper mm. do it, gym gym and um, I said oh like what do you think I should do um, talked a little bit about jujitsu and stuff and I said I want, I want to get strong it'd be nice if I look a bit better but I'm not just going to sit and do curls all day you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Um, suggested like squat deadlift bench mm-hmm. and that's it and I was like I kind of like looked at it and I thought it doesn't look like much mm-hmm. and then he was like well yeah you train four times a week and she just and I thought oh yeah like it come, got to the point where I didn't even realise yeah, I enjoy it so much that mm-hmm. obviously it's hard work but mm-hmm. I thought oh yeah well yeah that, there's my cardio you know what I mean four times a week the, the three big ones well, all I, 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 I would split is push pull legs yeah that, that's all you need to do and you can, you can split that anywhere you want um I've just started training recently about a month ago and I've never felt as strong really for years and yeah. all I do <clears throat> at the minute I'm going to change it obviously I like yeah. to do things properly but at the minute I'm doing a couple of different exercises say four or five exercises I'm in the gym 45 minutes and I do it twice a week right. and my strength is just skyrocketing push pull legs that's yeah. pretty much it cool. you don't have to do all these complicated drop sets triple giants super yeah, upside yeah, down yeah. curls all these front <laughs> raises leg extent no just heavy squat heavy deadlift yeah. some sort of a pull up I've never felt stronger in my life you know <laughs> and even when I've been a little bit sore generally yeah. I would normally shy away from training until I've felt better yeah. I've been going in sore and beating my personal best really and for someone like me who you know what my diet's like it's absolutely appalling right? yeah yeah and i'm recovering I quick. Up, yeah well, it's appalling. <laughs> my diet's appalling i'm not you know i'm not afraid to, to tell people it is yeah. terrible but when i need to make weight if i've got a competition coming up i'll do it no problem yeah 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 i can be strict when i want to be but the age i'm at, at the minute i want to enjoy my food yeah of course i don't yeah, want to yeah. live on rabbit food just to to be lean all year round for what yeah what's you point? know i'm nearly 40 yeah. i don't give a shit if I've got a six pack on a yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> I'm in the gym all day with a, with a hoodie on and a gi yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. my body but uh, it's going to come to a point soon where I have to start eating a bit better just for my health okay. I know I do you know yeah, yeah. I can feel my health deteriorating right slowly but surely I'm like <laughs> I can feel it and I'm thinking right it's, I'm going to slowly gradually wean off the chocolate yeah 
wean off the energy drinks yeah, a little yeah. bit because uh, I know I have to. I've, I've let let myself slip the last few months, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get back into eating a bit clean, especially now I'm seeing results at the gym. And with with my diet as is, I'm thinking, fucking hell. Imagine if imagine yeah, if I yeah. eat a bit cleaner, you know. So yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and it's nice to get back into that because I noticed when I was rolling with people. Technically, I could beat majority of people without using strength. Yeah. But when I come up against similar technique, I would then start a muscle a little bit, and then I would, I would and then you know, yeah, fatigue. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. these guys are much stronger. And now I've been training for a good couple of weeks. When I'm rolling, I feel physically stronger. Right. When I'm putting things on, people are going, "Fucking hell, are you? <laughs> have you been lifting weights?" So they're, yeah, even they're feeling a, the yeah. difference. You know, I know there isn't a lot of overlap from strength training into jujitsu, but. Yeah. I think generally you can always feel if someone's lifts weights or not. Yeah. You can roll with people and think, he doesn't lift weights. A yeah. good example is Mike, Mike Ling, right? Yeah. Before he started weight training, he felt like you were rolling with a 10 year old girl, yeah. right? And he's, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to tell him all the time, he's like flimsy and that. Yeah. And then I remember he started doing some uh, squats and deadlifts and that. And I didn't train with him for a couple of months and he came in and it, it felt like a completely different man. Yeah. Like I'm going, Where, where's he got this strength from? Yeah, yeah. And I went, What's, what, what have you been doing? He's like, Oh, I've just been lifting weights. Yeah. So there is, there is you know, people go, Ah, oh, you know, it's no good doing bench press, it's no good doing bicep curls. Yeah. Hang on. Just. It is. It yeah. is. You can feel it. You can feel the difference yeah. in people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people should go and do you know isolation exercises. Mm -hmm. But if if you took someone doesn't do any weight training, and then you give someone say a full body routine three times a week, doing every muscle group. So let's say a daft pec deck, bicep curl, tricep extension, yeah. leg curls. I guarantee you will feel the difference. Yeah. They're not going to be Olympic level strong. They're not going to win any strongman contests, but they're going to be stronger in whatever yeah. sport they choose to do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But do, again, don't. That's not me saying go out and do curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push, pull, legs. Do some heavy pull-ups. Do some deadlifts. Do some bench. Yeah. Do some squats. That that'll cover everything. Yeah. Know? And the way I see it as well, and this is just my opinion. Again, mm -hmm. there might be people that disagree with this, but the bigger you can get your max strength or your one max or whatever, the more endurance you've got. Yeah. Because obviously, does that make sense? So if, yeah. I, if I do push-ups and I can only do 20 push-ups, right? Yeah. And my max bench is 80 kilo. Yeah. If I get my max bench to 130, how many push-ups can I do with my body right now? You're going to yeah, increase yeah. your strength and endurance. So I think people are like, oh, I'm training for endurance and high reps. Just train for strength. You're going to get yeah you're gonna it's get gonna, both you know what i mean you're gonna increase your max strength start about gonna, it like that you're gonna increase your strength endurance and that's yeah. i can feel that massively yeah when i'm when i'm rolling now my muscles aren't getting as tight as they normally do yeah. and all i'm doing is heavy reps yeah i'm not i'm not going 20 25 30 endurance you know what yeah. i mean and if but you yeah. think about i know like obviously quite a lot of people in our gym compete quite a lot don't um, it depends on where you are in life and what you want to do and stuff but absolutely when you get to when you get a competition level there's obviously there's age brackets there's belt brackets um, and obviously and weight brackets but so the idea is so, so like best of skill kind of comes out but if I compete against someone who skill for skill were like dead on with the same weight with the same age you know what I mean everything's kind of like the same and our skills the same the stronger one's going to come out absolutely yeah. you know what I mean absolutely that's why you have to have it it's like yeah. it's essential that you at least do some strength work yeah. I always say this if you took two twins with the same they train every day yeah. one of them does weights twice a week they, they will always win yeah because the, the, the yeah. technique is absolutely yeah. the same but yeah so why would you not train the attribute when you people say strength's not important bullshit yeah, yeah. I rolled with a lot today he's, he's literally done about eight jiu-jitsu sessions big james he's like a tank right mm. he's about 18 stone pure muscle i 
couldn't do a thing. <laughs> Every time he extended his arms, I armbarred him, and I, you know, I made him aware of, look, when you're on the bottom, stop doing this. Just dangerous. I armbarred him, him. I armbarred him. I armbarred him. I think I got one guillotine because he'd never done anything like that. Yeah. But everything else was pretty much impossible, right? <laughs> so I remember it was only Elliot. Day. I remember I was trying to play open guard, just. And he just spun me, and rather than me just spin a little bit, I think I spun him like three times. Like, where's he gone? Because he was that strong. And yeah, next yeah, yeah. Thing he's in Saturn, and I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah. oh, I'll put my frames in on bridge. You're not going to put no your chance. Yeah. I, I couldn't move, so I had to wait for him. So, how can people say, nah, it's strength's nothing? It's a bullshit. It's a fact. To a certain yeah. degree, yeah, I understand what people say, but strength is a massive, massive yeah. factor when it yeah. comes to grappling. Yeah, and I think the stronger you can get, the bigger the advantage you're going to have. You know. Yeah. Um, speaking about competitions, competing and stuff, I know you obviously compete a lot and tend to compete alongside us, which I think is is great as a coach. Like mm. to do that, there's nothing worse than you know, like there's coaches that can coach and and not compete. In, I guess in the MMA world, you know, mm. um, I can't think of any examples, but. Greg Jackson, I think, has never com- obviously never competed. In there's anime, a, there's a few, yeah, and, and, and it's it, it's it goes back to that argument. You can be the best football coach. It doesn't mean you have to play football. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, do, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Alex Ferguson, they say oh, he's an un- unbelievable coach, but he, he's a shit yeah. footballer. Ooh. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Jump on the podcast, can Yeah, fuck him, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you can be a good coach and not compete, but I think you, know. you should you should be leading by example and competing. Yeah, if you want your students to compete why aren't you yeah. unless you you've got some sort of severe injury or yeah. you're um, well unless you, you maybe you've got another job that you can't afford uh-huh. to you know yeah. you're getting your foot snapped off with a figure four or something then I yeah. think you should be competing yeah. you know? I get as nervous as everyone else does but I yeah. lo- thankfully I love competing yeah. and I love spending the day with the lads and going down and it, like at the end of every competition that I've ever done and I get nervous I'm getting better the more I do um, uh, and I think it's, if you don't get nervous unless and I've seen this with people that have done higher level competition you know if you've been in the fucking Olympics or anything like a, a pro MMA fighter um, I don't you've got better ways of dealing with the nerves but I think everybody gets nervous yeah. um, but the, the one thing that's held up after every competition whether it's been an intercub with us or I've been up in Scotland with the lads or Manchester or wherever like that car journey on the way home I'm like that when's the next one yeah it's it was like so yeah. much fun like second you walk out you just want to book another one though yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. From, I'm like that always with old man <laughs> 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 like, every time I come back now I can tell you exactly what's going to happen before I even get on the mats like yeah. I'm not going to be able to move my neck for at least a week yeah. you know every time it can be just from someone pulling on my head in yeah. a triangle or like if I shoot a double leg and I just whack my head on the hip there's always something and because I've got um, disc damage and osteophytes in my neck it's like right. arthritis in the neck any kind of impact and I'm just like that like, every time I'm in the stiff. car going oh. <laughs> and then I have to put, I spend a fortune on massages trying to relieve it it's, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. a ball leg but it wouldn't put me off competing I just know that I have to just deal with it that's Every, part of yeah. yeah everyone's got their own little injuries that will flare up yeah but, um, it's just you, you've got to, you know. I find it's a bit of a tangent, but <clears throat> my injuries flare up when I don't train for a bit. It's really weird. I'd like yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'd maybe like kind of over the Polaris weekend. I was supposed to get some training in, but we just didn't because the time through. And then that week, I don't think I trained for about nine days, which feels like an eternity if you're mm. used to training three times a week. Yeah. Um, 
And then all of a sudden, like some aches and pains, and it started kicking in. And I was like, "What the mm. fuck's it like?" And I haven't trained, so surely my body <laughs> yeah. should be getting better. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because we're stretching more, so you're using your body, so it's possibly yeah. Because when you're not it. using something, you know, it's like when you get an injury. The worst thing you can do is just not move just it. Stay still. You yeah, should be yeah. Getting as much movement, as much range of motion as possible, and getting it back to yeah. It's you know what it's supposed to, what it's supposed to be doing. You yeah. Know? If it's your elbow, don't just sit there with it in a sling. Keep it moving. Yeah. You know? Keep it motion, it, it's responsible yeah. for extending your arm. So do what it's supposed to be doing unless yeah. unless you've got a major you know if you've tore your crew shot or something then obviously, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you want to train it but then any minor injuries you should be keeping it moving and applying heat all the time you know yeah. keeping it going yeah just go yeah. back to competing now I just want yeah. the, for me um, I ended up using like just the fact that I have competed in other aspects of my life yeah. um, I remember and this is like years ago I did uh, the first dinner club I did right I was in Manchester two weeks before and I'd seen you post about it on Facebook and I hadn't been training very long and I'd like been on like a bender like all weekend and I was like fuck like absolutely fucked I was at the train station I had a fag in my hand don't smoke anymore but I did and uh, and I was like just kind of like you know the moments where I looked at myself and I thought I need to fucking sort this out and I was mm-hmm. like I'm going to sign up for this competition mm-hmm. so I messaged you or whatever and said yeah I'm doing this competition Two weeks later, there I am. I think I got like walloped in both matches first time, you know what I mean? Which, regardless of, I think if I was in shape, I would have, you know, just yeah. I hadn't been trained very long yeah. anyway. Yeah. But so I did that, and then but I was pretty, pretty chuffed with myself for just stepping up and doing it. I Absolutely. said I was going to do it, and I did it. And then I had a job interview a few months later. I remember sitting there thinking, if I can fucking yeah. like do that yeah. under this pressure, and and perform because I still did some jujitsu. Wasn't yeah. probably wasn't very good, but I, I stepped up and I competed. Um, I think who's some stand, standing guillotine me actually, yeah. and oh, I, yeah. I nearly yeah. went out. Yeah. Like I remember, a very strange couple of seconds where I was like everything was in slow motion and that. But um, yeah, but just going into that job interview, going fucking hell, if I can do that, I can do anything. What's this person yeah. sitting across yeah, asking yeah. me questions going to be yeah. able to do? It was so yeah. even just for you find out a lot about who you are I think yeah the confidence transfers into every other aspect of your life yeah absolutely um, I know before I started I was the most like shy like kind of introvert going yeah you know I mean going back to what we're talking about computer games I spent most of my teenage years literally trapped in a room like that yeah <laughs> Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean so I, I had the worst people skills ever yeah you know, I was I'd walk everywhere with my head down I didn't like talking yeah and doing the BJJ and teaching the BJJ just put me in that scenario where I had to talk and I got better and better and better mm-hmm. to the point where now I could talk in a room of 50 people without even worrying. Yeah. If it's newer people, of course you're going to get a bit more nervous. Yeah, and think, of course. Oh, what are these yeah. going to think about me? But the confidence comes over time, you know. Yeah. But like you said, just, just doing BJJ itself and... Uh, been in those horrible uncomfortable situations where you feel like you're gonna die and you're tough out and you think that that was horrific <laughs> like what's sitting in front of three people asking about the job that's not doesn't even compare to that yeah. pressure what you feel when someone's crushing you with all the weight and then your airways are getting blocked and you're gasping through a little yeah. gap going <laughs> if you can survive that you can you can get through anything yeah. do you know what i mean and it, it builds over time you, you just get that toughness on you that, yeah. that confidence it yeah. took me ages to <clears throat> to get to a point where you know people with neon belly and, and stuff like that and you know it's horrible and you're like yeah. you, you're breathing you, you panic so you panic breathe and then that makes you worse yeah, and yeah. it took me ages to 
but I think everybody goes through this mm. and you have to to get to a point where kind of going I'm not actually in any danger no. this is just this is pain and it hurts yeah, but yeah. you can just it might be a bit tomorrow but just going right so actually and then having that having that second you can go I'm going to get out of it what am I going to do mm. I'll put my arm there alright well I got my arm bad but alright well next time yeah, I go try that problem solving, isn't it? It's just yeah. a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when when I first started and people would mount me, I felt like a truck was on me. It was yeah. the worst, most like claustrophobic experience ever, and I was just arms all over. And you quickly learned. Obviously, you get arm bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the more you realise you're not really in danger. Yeah. Mount. I don't want to go too nerdy and go to BJJ, but yeah, yeah. if you can just relax and free the hips and just realise you're not in it, it's like, it's one of the, for me, it's one of the most comfortable positions. Even yeah. though you're losing, like if I'm rolling with someone horrible and big and strong and they're in neon belly yeah. or they're in sound, when they're on mount, I yeah. can just go, thank God for that. And I'll just take my time and chill, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And I can generally escape from there. But yeah, neon belly and stuff. I was at Manchester a couple of months back, and there's a mm-hmm. big guy, big brown belt down there. Right. Um, you'll, I'm sure you'll roll with him at some point. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a new, he was a newish guy at the time. All right. And he he was neon sternum for about three minutes, and it was the most <laughs> uncomfortable three minutes I've ever ever yeah in my life. And he said to me at the end, like I couldn't, like you weren't giving me anything, and I was that I was really really close to tapping because the pressure was unbelievable. I thought I'm not I'm not tapping. Yeah. I, I, like I'll ride this out until I can escape, and I managed to like get through the full five seven yeah, minutes yeah. I was without tapping me. And he said at the end, like fucking hell, but it was it was horrible, like that horrible pressure. Yeah, yeah. And just through like being there, loads of loads of times over and over again you can just stay comfortable yeah. like you said it's just a little bit of pain you think I'll ride it out it, it'll, you know and I imagine if someone was a little bit heavy he's probably a fucking fracture in my stare because it was that, <laughs> do you know what I mean it was, I was borderland I was that close to tapping but yeah, yeah once you get used to things like that for me that's the worst possible position you can be in like with someone big, someone on knee someone on knee belly yeah horrible yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. back yeah mount yeah like Every other position, not too bad. Neon's chest like that, and they've got your lapel. Yeah, when they, yeah, when they're really horrific, you know. But then I know you could it. probably try and do that, but then you're going to get yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, you know, <laughs> maybe I need to work on my neon belly escapes. But that's what Steve's covering on Sunday. So Is it? Yeah. Cool. Neon That'd belly, be neon belly, sound control and north south. Beauty. That'd be good. Yeah, good. Um, do you think that video games helps you? mind kind of break things apart in terms of jiu-jitsu i know obviously we spoke about Ooh, um, right this let's this is this is interesting because i've always had this little theory in my head right our uh-huh. bjj is very much like uh fighting games okay and let me tell you what i mean by this right yeah if you've got three good moves uh-huh. right and let's, let's in jiu-jitsu i'm talking here yeah, yeah let's say on a fighting game you've got three special moves that you know how to do if all you've got is them three moves you'll beat a few noobs that have never played the game before, right? Yeah. So new white belts in the gym, you've got a good triangle, you've got a good arbor, you've got a good Kimura. Yeah. But then when you get better players and they're used to their moves, they'll destroy you with fundamentals. Mm So they'll jump over your fireball, which might be your triangle. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really fucking fucking nerdy, right? But they control the distance and the space better. Yeah. You know when to counter. They'll absolutely destroy you because you have no fundamentals. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or I'm, I'm, I think I'm just chatting shit. No, no, but What no. I'm saying is you can have a couple of good moves, yeah. but that's not going to do shit unless you've got a good, solid, fundamental Foundation. game. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And in a fighting game, that would be things like fucking um, 
your standard attacks, your jab, your crouching jab. Or yeah, yeah. You can't win a game just by doing fireball, fireball, no. dragon punch, fireball, fireball. But that's how some people approach the BJJ. Yeah. You have the three A game moves. If that doesn't work, they crumble. Yeah. You need to have solid foundations. And, yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> also, also, I would similar. Is if you use too much energy when your life bar drains, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So you've yeah. got to like maintain that stamina bar by using as little energy as possible. Yeah. If someone gets on you and you, you hold on for day life and you're crushing, you can feel your stamina going. Yeah. Or when you hold on to a guillotine for too long, right? And you're like this and then you go, oh, fucking hell. Once you get yeah. past that point and you go out, you understand not to do that more, you, your game's coming on. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people still a bordering on blue belt okay. that, that's all I want to see from them I want to see them not burning out by holding on to things for dear yeah. life you yeah. learn you have that little kind of um, moment where you go I'm not going to get this so I'm going to go for something else yeah but as a white belt they'll go I'm going to get this I'm going to get then you'll put everything you've got into it and then you're fucked for the next three minutes yeah, right? yeah that's yeah. for me that's a difference between a white belt and a yeah. blue or, or a higher yeah. belt you know that, that, that video game um, comparison was fucking dog shit <laughs> 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 I know what I'm talking about in my head, but I couldn't portray it right. So feel free to cut that out of the fucking <laughs> <laughs> fundamentals, fireballs. Fucking yeah, dragon yeah. no, it makes sense. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm yeah. shit at video games, so I don't know if that means I'm, I'm shit at awesome. jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty awesome. It's one of them things where, I mean, I haven't put that much time into gaming. I probably put more into jujitsu. I think. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. You know, I think uh, it was when when we all started playing Battlefield together, and I was like, some people are just good at video games. <laughs> not obviously through through hard work, but I'm not. I'm all right, and I can get there. But if I don't keep, it's like if I don't keep the reps up, then it, my, my it, skills. It, it boils down to what I said earlier about if I like something, I'll dedicate everything. Yeah. To it. Like I have with the BJJ, I loved it, and it, I made a, I made it my career. Yeah. If I love a computer game, I'll play it to the point where I can't get it wrong. Yeah, like yeah. you said, it's like reps. If you like a specific swing, you'll drill it thousands of thousands of times until you it. can't get it wrong. Yeah. If I'm Battlefield's a shit example because I'm not very good at that, but yeah. let's say something like Street Fighter, which uh -huh. I spent thousands of hours on, right? I probably spent about ten years of my life on that game alone, <laughs> right? But I would I would sit and just practice specific combos for hours Crazy. until the muscle memory you just do it. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would never miss a, a frame, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think if you if you like that about anything you will you'll get to a, the, the next level yeah it's like uh, Ellis Younger and them from NEJJ they uh -huh. so train two or three times a day they're that well drilled in the techniques yeah they'll never get it wrong they'll go into a competition and just tap everyone with the same technique over and over again because yeah. they, they can't get it wrong you can't get it that especially that one arm from the back from the back yeah yeah kills people with it because you're so well drilled yeah and that's why it annoys me sometimes when I, I see people like the technique and I say to them just Drill it, drill it, drill it, but they're too busy thinking about Bearing 500 other things. Yeah, Bearing yeah, yeah. upside down, reverse, delivery. Just stick with the fundamentals that you know work for you and get yeah. drill it until you, what's that thing? Drill it till you can't. Don't drill it until you get it right. Drill it till you can't get it wrong. Right. I like I don't it. Know who said that, but it was one of those jujitsu guys. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Drill it until you're not, you know, you don't fuck it up anymore. Yeah. It's, um, and even just as a, and I've kind of, kind of been there as, you know, I think when there's like a couple of like stumbling blocks when you first start um, jujitsu, and there's obviously you first start to learn a couple of things, and, and when you kind of when you're relatively competent rolling, um, 
whether it's three months, six months or whatever. But you're kind of like there and your cardio is a bit better and you know one or two moves. You might, you know, at least what a guard pass is. Um, all of a sudden, like, it's like a bomb goes off. This this whole, like, world of moves just goes, mm. oh, my God, there's millions. Yeah, like, because yeah. there is, in jiu-jitsu, mm. there is millions of things you can do, Absolutely. millions of sequences, millions of steps. So then you just go, I want to do it all. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I want to learn everything. I was talking to Mark Lee about this the other day. Yeah. It is. It's, it's like a giant tree with each branch. Yeah. Another, another 10 branches come off that branch, and then another 10. Yeah. You can go, like, it just goes crazy. But I was saying to Mark about... He's getting really good at collar sleeve de la Riva. Yeah. And then he asked me about switching to the other side when they did, and I was like, don't even do it. Just get better at the side that you yeah. that you enjoy and that you're good with. And he was saying, yeah, but it's not working on this side. And I was like, well, it's not going to work on the other side that you're no good at. So you need to improve that side. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? So I'm yeah, saying, yeah. rather than learn all these new techniques, improve, like um, troubleshoot what's going on with that side. And it, it ended up, I think he said he just wasn't... Um, kicking the knee out hard enough or something you know yeah. to, to get always on my platters and stuff like that and I'll, I'll always say to them like don't rather than wanting to learn new positions mm. at a white belt you should you, it's about building that solid base stop le- trying to de- learn reverse De La Riva and upside down shit yeah, yeah. only do that when maybe it's blue purple belt you know what I mean yeah, that's a problem with a lot of the white belts they're just it's not their fault they're just so eager to learn and they see yeah. a cool technique they want to learn that so they go on YouTube and then they watch and I, I come in and I see the white belts doing all this shit I can't do <laughs> right and I'm going what are you doing well Buchecha did this yeah and yeah, I'm like yeah. so fuck like <laughs> Drill the fucking stuff that we did in class that I've showed you, the basic stuff, the hip bumps, the arm bars. Yeah. Unless you reckon people with fundamental shit, you, you stop looking at all that bullshit, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So-and-so did this, Keenan showed this new technique. You're a white belt, you know what I mean? You've got a brown belt coach, so why are you yeah. hammering you two for eight hours a day? Showing exactly, you stuff yeah, which is yeah. a million miles from watching something on the screen. And the thing is... I, I know I'm saying that, but I did exactly the same. Yeah. But I didn't have access to a brown belt coach. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a, a good. I'm not saying I'm a, a, a fantastic coach or even a good coach. What I'm saying is, you've got someone three belt levels above you. Yeah. I never had that, so I had to watch videos yeah, and do what I could from that. Where yeah. they have, they've got me to go. What's this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Does, yeah. does that make sense? So yeah. Oh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with watching YouTube. There's nothing wrong with watch, watching instructionals. But don't do what I did and sit and watch four hours of an instructional. Like a retard, like that for four hours, writing a thousand techniques down. Yeah. And then you go to the gym and you go, left leg under right, hook. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about? You yeah, end yeah. up doing nothing. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I say to them, if you're going to do that, watch one technique. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fucking turn it off. And yeah. When you go to the gym, you go, let's drill this until it's in my game. Yeah. If if you turn, it turns out you don't like it or it doesn't work, rubbish it and go and get another one. Yeah. But do that maybe once a week or once a month. Don't watch a full hour and a half or two hours. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can do that and pick up little things. Yeah. And it work. And it works. I've done it myself. Well, like yeah. Ryan All. You know, I'm obs- obsessed yeah. with Ryan All DVDs, and I've watched it for an hour and a half, and I've thought I've picked up some very good concepts from watching that. Yeah. But that's all you will pick up. You'll pick up something like using your head as a post or something stupid like that yeah, yeah. that you probably won't forget. But in terms of all the techniques, it's too much to take in. Yeah. Even writing it down doesn't work because you. So when, you, much, when you're doing yeah. it, it makes sense. You go, oh, yeah, so hook the right leg. But when you get on the mat two days later, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, I think it's good to... Uh, one technique, and then even take your iPad to the gym with you or your phone 
and do it while you're yeah so yeah, you can yeah. see right in front of you that's yeah. the next best thing to having a coach yeah, yeah he's, he's but doing if you've that, got yeah. a coach you don't fucking need to do that yeah just listen to what i'm telling you yeah i'm not the best competitor in the world i'm nowhere near the best brown belt in the world i'm not nothing but i can teach them what i know works and what i think will work for them and they'll yeah. get good yeah you know there's some you've seen some of the lads blue belt purple belt, some fantastic guys yeah. um and they've tend to stick to what i've shown them yeah. obviously they all develop their own game and that's you should let that's people the beauty of yeah, it. Of course yeah, it is, yeah. yeah i'm not going to say you have to do this way this way you have to do this guard up once you get a blue belt and you're nearly purple you you'll get your own style there's people yeah. that are miles better than me there's blue belts that are better than me with specific guards smart uh-huh. guard whatever i like to think i'm very old school good close guard i understand the other guards but i don't dabble yeah. in many of them you know so it's not it's not like i'm trying to be hitler and go you can only do flower yeah, swing yeah, yeah, yeah. but just don't go fucking wild at white belt that's that's yeah. the message so for all you fucking white belts <laughs> right? yeah. yeah i'm not saying you can't watch youtube just chill out on yeah. it you know i mean if i had a quid for every time i walked at the gym and i'm sure this is tenfold yeah exactly. went, oh, let's try this thing now yeah it's crazy what they should be doing is oh can i rep that hip bump again 20 times yeah and the yeah. ones that have done it, you'll see, like old Mick, fucking, I'll shout out old Mick. Yeah, yeah. Hip bumps people through the fucking walls, you know? There's <laughs> one sweep that he's like, right, yeah, yeah I, I like that sweep. And he got really good at it. Yeah. And again, there's different people. Fat Tom was always good at the scissor sweep. Yeah. Even though it was, it's an easy sweep to stop, he developed it to the point where he'd go boom. And before he even fucking knew his, his shin was on your chest, he'd already have you yeah. over. He'd lull you into it so then exactly, the yeah. setups you wouldn't see coming and anything. And that, that's what I, I try to encourage is get one one or two good things and make them your own. Yeah. You know, develop them until they're fantastic. Everyone's scared. Everyone like says, oh, Matt, your flower sweep's like fucking horrible. Yeah. And it's only because I've drilled it thousands of times and I've got the timing down. Where yeah. someone might know how to do a flower sweep, but have never landed it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, again, sorry, he was Mark Lee as an example. Again, he probably thinks I'm picking on him. He's going to be pissed off when he watches this. <laughs> but he, 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 we did the flower sweep, and he was making a lot of mistakes. Yeah, we did so that the other day, didn't we? Yeah, but yeah. then we did it in a private, like two days later, and he nailed it. By the end, he was doing a very good, very good fucking sweep. Yeah, yeah. Where two days earlier, if you asked him, he'd be like, "Yeah, I know how to do it." He knew how to do it, but yeah. he didn't know how to do it very well. Yeah, and yeah. now I think he'll be fucking nailing people with it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's the level what you have to get with those fundamentals before yeah. you start looking at. That's why I was shouting at him, you know, never mind fucking upside down, like, you know, do the, 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 the base. Your white belt, I think, close guards your best, yeah. best weapon, you know. Funny, Rich, um, my brother-in-law, Rich Jordan, said mm. that... Um, your, he said that's the one thing he's found when, when he's rolled with you in the past. I know it's been a while, but he, he said your your fundamentals are, are so solid that he said he, mm. he's, he's really struggled. So, so solid. Like, so <laughs> solid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he's good. He's he struggles good, to, good. to, you know, even just break your guard and stuff mm. like that. Um, All my open guards are shit. <laughs> my close guard. A lot, a lot of people can't break it and they know yeah. they're going to get swept. And it's like, yeah. all the lads laugh, don't they? Again, they go, oh, fucking hell. Well, I, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, it. I, if yeah. I'm playing, say, Spider or Reverse Del Riva, I'm sure they're not really fucking that scared, you know what I mean? So every, everyone has their own. Man just happened to be close guard. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to develop that. I felt dangerous from it. Every other guard, yeah. I'm all right, but I'm not. You know, yeah. not as good as after other people. Even like. if you look at like Roger Gracie, <laughs> like he's not really no, no, doing he, he, spider guard. No, no, exactly. Yeah, he's a perfect example of picking something that works for you and developing it till you reckon people with it. Yeah. Pass, mount, cross collar choke. And that's it, you know, isn't it? He's yeah. a machine, isn't he? Absolutely. So Did you ever have any fights as a kid? As a kid? Yeah. Right. I know you did. mentioned you had obviously MMA fights. Um, yeah. Stuff like um, that. This this is um this, I've got a funny story about this actually. In my junior school, I watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah. 
Um, and me and my friends, we would uh, have like toy wrestles on the field, and you'd do DDTs and fucking suplexes. And, and I actually thought I was nails, right? Yeah. I was like, fucking suplex, all the other day, I'm fucking nails, right? And I went into secondary school, and uh, there was a big guy called Steve Wilson. He's like a good friend of mine. Yeah. And, uh, Is he a decorator? No, I mean, no all right. Yeah, yeah. Big Steve Wilson. He was like, I think he was in school. He was like twenty stone. Right. Okay. And we called him Tank because he was that big. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know him at the time. And someone had said he was hard, so I was like, I'll show him. You know, as you do. I'm the artist and now with primary school. Yeah. I remember jumping on his back and he like picked me off with one hand, just slammed me into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was winded for about three minutes and then I quickly realised that I wasn't that I wasn't anywhere near the artist in the school. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like quieting me down. And I saw that as like um, a blessing in disguise, you know yeah. what I mean? And I quietened down a lot. Um, but then as I got a little bit older, towards, say, I don't know, college years, maybe it's 18, 19, um, I got into a lot of trouble on nights out and stuff. Yeah. And it was the fear of violence. Of that, yeah. The fear of violence, I think, got me involved in it because I I, I always thought, man, I'm so scared of it. I need to conquer it head on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're that scared of conflict and getting hit. Yeah. Um, it almost become a bit addictive so like me and a couple of my friends we would have fights all the time when we were right. out now this wasn't great because the one time i got caught on cctv and i got sent to jail obviously right. so <laughs> I, I ended up in about nine months for uh fighting no the town yeah and um i was absolutely devastated as you can imagine I bet. um I'd never been in trouble with the police before. Yeah. And that was a first offence. And the judge made an example of me and another oh, lad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just said, see you later, nine yeah. months. Um, a lad tried to bully me in there. And out of fear, I give it the big one. Yeah. Right? Because I thought, if I just back down, we're going to get leathered anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ended up uh, stabbing me in the head with a Stanley knife Fuck twice. <laughs> Broke my nose, like yeah. smashed my nose to pieces. I head was pouring my blood. And uh, I remember got me hospital they took me in a um on the prison vans to the hospital got my head stapled yeah and i thought you know what that wasn't bad at yeah. all and i became kind of like i was like i quite enjoyed that <laughs> <laughs> and i got a bit like um what's the word you know i wasn't scared of it anymore yeah and after that that's when i moved into because this is i'm talking this is 1994 when i when okay. all this happened 95 um round about then i can't remember exactly yeah but after that, I thought, that's not bad. And that's when I started doing boxing and Thai right. boxing. And yeah, yeah. I went, I had a Thai fight, I had MMA fights right. and, and all that sort of stuff. Because I wasn't as scared. And the more the more I actually learned how to fight, the less I wanted to fight. Yeah. That's, a, that's quite cliche. Everyone says that, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. true. And um, I haven't really been in much bother since since, you know, yeah, since yeah. doing all the fighting and you know learning martial yeah. arts and stuff it humbles you and it calms you down and stops you being yeah. a dick basically yeah and you kind of know i think a lot of the times like lads on nights out um i worked in clubs for like five years so i've seen fucking like mm. seen a lot a lot of scraps seen a lot of lads who don't know what they're doing seen a lot of lads that do know what they're doing but i think sometimes i don't know if it's because the they don't know where they are in, in the pecking order if that makes sense yeah, of course. so they just there's a lot of testosterone and they just think oh I'm fucking this, I'm not saying this is what you did but just from, mm. from my observation from other people I think but then by doing martial arts it kind of puts you in your place that's and you, true, when you know, you know, you, yeah, you know what I mean. You yeah. go to a gym, you get fucking wrecked by everyone, whether it's jujitsu yeah. or Thai boxing or boxing or whatever. And even when you get to a certain level, you get to when you. The funny thing is, like you say, when you get to a point where you're pretty competent, mm. you go, "Well, 
I don't, I don't, need, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm pretty chilled. I like. I remember getting punched when I was about fourteen, um, and it was probably the first time that I properly like been out skateboarding in the town centre. We had a fight with a lot of chaps, <laughs> and then like afterwards, I was like, oh, that was all right. Bad, like, I'm yeah, still yeah. here. And then I was like, I wonder if I get a cool black eye. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it it like you know what I mean. Unless you get really badly injured, really, yeah. really badly. Um, you realise it's not half as bad as what you think getting yeah. punched or getting kicked, you know. Yeah. I then got I got walloped in the bus station, which is like, but I got properly beat up. So I um, that's when Shouldn't I started doing that. Like, <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah. it's all right. But yeah, that's when I was like, oh fucking hell, maybe I'm not as. Uh... Yeah. And that and it, it was the same. I went actually, yeah, when some some if anybody starts anything, I thought I don't know what I'm doing here. Mm. I don't know, like I actually have no idea how to defend myself or how to duck a punch. Is, or... is it, is it, like. I've seen it over and over over the years of people that are known to be rock hard. Yeah. But then when you see them fight, you think, oh my God, they actually can't fight. And if they had a fight with a half-decent boxer or yeah. someone who had some wrestling, they would get fucking destroyed. Yeah. And there's there's young kids like 18, 19, you train with them and you go, oh my God, like, he would beat that so-and-so who's meant to be, yeah. you know what I mean? You yeah, know yeah, that yeah, if yeah. it came down to it and they got in in that fucking cage whether it's bare knuckle or not everyone goes yeah but there's rules it doesn't matter if he double legs you you just trust me you want them to be rules you know yeah, what i mean because yeah, yeah. you're in deep shit but if yeah. they can wrestle and they can box you're gonna get your head tucked clean off yeah. and i'm not talking any jujitsu here like you don't need jujitsu in my opinion mm -hmm. if you can punch and you can keep the fight stood up or if he's a better oh, boxer you can, you can wrestle yeah, you're yeah. gonna win 90 percent of fights yeah especially against drunken fucking idiots on a night out yeah. you know what i mean wrestling's a big one and massive, the, yeah, like massive. Say, since since i started i don't think i've been in any bother at all but if i did mm. like that kind of wrestling i know my wrestling's not very good but my wrestling that's what sucks balls it's shit but i would like to think <laughs> if i went up against if i had a fight with someone, someone who hasn't trained no, i would yeah, wrestle yeah. fuck the life out of yeah them. you but, would wouldn't you yeah. put me against someone that's done a few year with andy or whoever you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, and, yeah and they're gonna they're gonna get me down you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah thankfully take i'm glad i went down the road of doing martial arts because yeah. i was i was getting in some shit even when i got out of prison i got in a few more fights right. i went out a fair bit of bother stupid things and yeah. i think i'm glad i went down that road because it could have went maybe further you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah um but yeah best the best thing by far i've ever done in terms of yeah. calm me down humbling me um just giving me something yeah to focus on to and, do with passion yeah, 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 that, yeah i've luckily been lucky enough to um get a career out of it yeah you know what i mean and um kind of leads us nice into what i wanted to kind of get into towards the end of the podcast was um so you've seen obviously jujitsu. I, I imagine it's changed a lot since Massive. you kind of started. I mean, Massive. in the short time that I've been training, it's changed mm -hmm. a lot in yeah, terms yeah. of um, like sheer numbers, how many people train, just just everything really. Yeah. Um, where do you think it's going? Do you think it's just going to get bigger and bigger oh. and better and better? Or uh, my very first amateur fight, we would train heel hooks all the time. Me and Richard Dale, yeah. John Dale, we would roll heel hooks, knee bars, and I lost the guy. Kevin, I uh, can't remember the guy that beat me, Kevin something, I can't remember his surname. He hit me with this nice knee bar, yeah. and I managed to rotate my knee, and he hit me with a uh, toe hold, but I had wrestling boots on. Yeah. So I, obviously the friction, and he, he tore the grade two ligament tear of my lateral Fuck. ligament, and yeah. it, grade two medial tear of my knee, and that was the worst injury I ever had right. from any, any competitions at all, and that was an amateur. So it just shows that back in the day we were doing a lot of leg locks, people yeah. were doing a lot of toe holds, heel hooks, and then it disappeared for a long time. Yeah. It didn't disappear, but more and more people got into the gi 
less and less people did footlocks because yeah. obviously with the IBGGF rules now it's moving more towards sub only uh-huh. everyone's doing heel hooks everyone's knee reaping everyone's doing all the 10th planet type of stuff Yeah, I think that's only going to get bigger and bigger but I think in terms of audience it's going to put people off yeah I, I can't stand when you see two people drop the 50-50 and all they're doing is hunting for the it. feet yeah. it's like everyone raves about this amazing spot it's amazing it's fantastic watch this fight and you get two of the best in the world sat on their ass tickling each other's feet <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean that is not going to get people into watching the spot I understand it has to be that way to win yeah. and these guys are, are the best in the world there's money involved you want to go for the, easy, the easiest thing you can which yeah. to me is a a toehold or a heel hook. Yeah. Um, you see Craig Jones destroyed fucking Jake Shields. Jake Shields then, yeah. Before he even got anywhere near it, he tapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's just like, that could have been an amazing fight. Yeah. If they'd have took out heel hooks, you'd have seen mount, you'd have seen back, you'd have seen escape, you'd have seen handbars. Maybe he's. But yeah, yeah, because yeah. of that rule set, you saw someone go underneath and get a quick healer. Yeah. I don't think it's good to watch. I think it has to be that way. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. I would prefer to watch a two people going at it hunting each other's arms hunting for chokes yeah. hunting for knee bars and stuff like that but I've always liked heel hooks and like I said back in the day we I remember Richie Dale won his first semi-pro fight with an inverted heel hook and that right. was about 2004 2005 I might be wrong again yeah 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 the dates are a bit still blurry, a while. but yeah. they were drilling it all the time and then we everyone and now it's the big in thing now yeah getting to the saddle and doing like an inverted heel hook yeah but I think it will grow 100%. Like, look at all the kids' classes now, the rammed. Yeah. All these kids in 10 years' time are going to be absolute beasts. And yeah. I think oh, it can only get bigger and better. There's no reason why it can't. But I don't like the the, the heel hook hunting yeah. game that's becoming the, in the bigger comps now. I just, it's not for me. I don't. Yeah. Well, I was surprised with um, that hasn't, and people might nick your idea and take this a bit further, but the, the idea that if, with your competition X series um, where you're like the submission doesn't necessarily mean the end of the match because that could yeah. potentially kill that so yeah you heel hook me in one minute but cool let's go again Carry on. that's why I wanted to do it yeah for for, for things like what happened to Jake Shields he yeah. didn't get a chance to show any of his game no and he's obviously I think he was something like unbeaten he's for like 18 years phenomenal, in terms of like phenomenal grappler grappling. and then he got under him like that and he's like yeah to the to someone that doesn't watch that, who's oh, he's fucking shit. Yeah, he yeah, before, yeah. He tapped before he even went on the fanny. That's what people were saying yeah. on the internet. This is fucking Jake <laughs> Shields. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that, I'm not saying this is a fantastic idea. It's just something that came into my head, and yeah. I thought that would be a good idea. Now, yeah. whether it takes off, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know catch wrestling uses a similar thing where right. you know, I didn't know that, yeah. pins and subs. You know, you carry on. Yeah. Um, but. I just think it gives... I wanted to give the lads more of an opportunity to show their game. Yeah. And, and he look at Ellis's match, a perfect example. He showed his Del Riva game. He showed his footlocks. He showed his chokes. Yeah. He got... And everyone loved it. It was like, oh, fantastic. Yeah. But again, it can boil down to two people that were very similar skill level and you don't see much. Yeah. But that's... That every rule set... Exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah, everyone yeah. was going, oh, well, what's up, blah, blah, blah. It, any rule set, you can get stalled, whether it's yeah. points. Someone gets mounted and could stall for two or three minutes. So everyone was saying, well, won't they get a submission and then stall? Well, yeah, but that's going to happen any rule set. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's yeah. why we were saying, if you get a submission and stall, you'll get a warning. Right, okay. Move. If you get that, warned yeah. again, then, you know, 
you get a point taken off you. So if, right. you, if you've got an armbar, then you get a mount and you're just there for 30 seconds, that's cool. But yeah. if you're just like laying and not doing anything, Stay we're going to go, we're going to say, come on, move, do some, you're meant to be showcasing your skills, not yeah. showing that you can lay on someone for three minutes. It's, yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not a points game, it's a sub only, yeah. but one sub doesn't mean you win. Yeah. So I think it, it, it can be exciting and it yeah. will be exciting. Um, Hopefully it'll it'll take off a bit more, but yeah. you never can tell. It might fizzle out, and people go back to get one sub and win. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I think that's that's the one of the nicest and coolest things about jujitsu is, is that for me. So, if you watch <coughs> anybody watches a football game now, there's so much like obviously there's so much money on the line and shit. I know that, but yeah. like changing a rule to make it more exciting. Like where do you even start? Mm. You know what I mean with football. Mm. Um, whereas what's lovely about jiu-jitsu is so IBJ, JJF obviously have a lot of high level competitions and they're the biggest in terms of comps the world and the Euros and stuff but everyone kind of went well I guess people have probably done it before but Eddie Bravo went I don't really like how to do that so I'm going to do this yeah. there's just nothing stopping people going I'm just going to have a go at this and yeah exactly know, like, the, the, the people are changing it all the time yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. one um another one coming up Chris Thompson's figure four promotions alright they're doing a similar thing 10 minutes but it's all subs yeah. so it's like black belt rules even though right. that lower belt and yeah, it's yeah. Uh, ADCC rules apart from slams so everything that's how it should be it yeah. should be everything yeah know? yeah yeah um, but yeah, again, people com have complained about uh, Eddie Bravo invitational art. Yeah. It's bullshit, you know. Yeah, Every, yeah. Not, you can't please everyone. Every idea is going to have people yeah. that think it's okay. People hate the EBI overtime, and I'm not yeah. overly keen on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not either. Um, I'm not keen on it, but how else do you do it? Do you toss a coin? Yeah, do you just... Yeah. If it's ref's decision, you get people going, oh, fuck off, he, he should have got it, he had this and this. Mm. You can't please everyone, yeah. you know. And it's just one of them things. The it? nice thing is that you can there's nothing stopping you from just going well I want to do it this way and you're just yeah, like, alright exactly, it. yeah. like, yeah. I, I think it's amazing that eventually I think it might take 10 years but if you want to kind of chip away it's just going to it's just going to get better and better, yeah. and, better and better combat jujitsu is shite though isn't it yeah they just slap the fuck off <laughs> each other if you're going to do it making punches like it's so fucking yeah, like yeah, playground yeah. shit with your little brother in it or your little <laughs> slap her out the face yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's not good no, no. I don't like that but I, I appreciate that at least he, he had to try, go yeah, he's try, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah try to make it a bit more realistic and yeah. real yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, but yeah it's it, Sometimes you go off on tangents that mm. might not pay off. I guess the, the other thing that's I think really promising about jujitsu is the sheer amount of um, girls that are taking part. I, I heard you saying earlier actually about them, the amount of girls coming to all classes and stuff yeah. is, is going up and up and up. And absolutely, yeah. We got another girl in tonight. Yeah. Uh, what day is it? Today, sorry, in the in the daytime class. Yeah. She's like, it was unbelievable. I'm coming tomorrow for Nogi. Yeah. So in the beginners now there's six, and then there's her, so there's seven now yeah. in total that are training that I've stuck it out yeah. I want to get them all into the gi eventually yeah but you um, do it with everyone boys all girls yeah, yeah yeah. but I mean it, it just needs a few more people I know there's a few local in Galton stuff where there's more and more girls training I'm like yeah. that's amazing Yeah. because it isn't it isn't a man only sport you know no. you know yourself and yeah it's a bit rough but so is every there's plenty of girls that do kickboxing they get yeah. punched in the face getting yeah, kicked yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's no more or no less rough I don't think because although it's impact yeah it, how, how horrible is it when you're getting your throat crushed or a knee on your chest you yeah, know it's, yeah, it's yeah. quite some people might go I know some girls have went oh it's not for me that cuddle and I like to fight and all that and it's like no come and, come and roll yeah. let someone smash you for five minutes and then say it's just cuddling yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. so it's got yeah. it, it can please everyone it can please the more technical minded those that appreciate the kind of yeah 
the chess element of it where yeah, it's like yeah. move for move and you you constantly put it's like a puzzle and it'll also kind of feed those that want a bit of violence you know because yeah, you do yeah. get women that like to rough you know and they like to have a scrap and when someone's crushing your head it's not it's not a I had a few pack of me yeah it's called the gentle art but it's not completely gentle no, it's, not, it's yeah. not as brutal as wrestling rugby things like that tie boxing but it can be can be tough can't it on yeah. your body yeah, yeah. Be very tough on the body yeah absolutely yeah. I just found like for me cardio like in, I know it's like a big word and it encompasses a lot but mm. I don't think there's any training for your body in terms of like all round conditioning mm. than like rolling Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because you use, you're using everything all the time absolutely basically. wrestling and rolling I've always said wrestling for me is the hardest from yeah. standing because yeah, yeah, once true, yeah. from standing it's horrific I remember yeah. obviously in MFA Abdul you'd make you do like one or two minute rounds just yeah. from standing and just the act of standing back up is fatiguing yeah, when you're tired you're like it, yeah. just want to fucking stay on the floor <laughs> you can see when you know when the MMA guys and they get knocked down they're like you're thinking get up your fanny it's because yeah, they yeah. know how fatiguing it is when they get tucked down and get back up they're like now nah, come into my world no yeah. get up and fucking wrestle it's horrible easily yeah. the hardest spot for me um, I've never been a rugby guy up like that I know that be seen as quite yeah, rough yeah, and tough and conditioning wise yeah. but in terms of like you said like uh, time spent with your heart rate up there yeah yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't nothing comes close to wrestling in my opinion BJJ probably a, a close second yeah. you know? even boxing where you do a two minute round and you rest the boxers and strikers tend to be fit yeah so they can do two minutes punch no problem it's different when you're using that isometric strength yeah you're that's squeezing the it, you're yeah. exploding for five minutes it's yeah. fucking you know i've trained with a lot of boxers who are fit and because it's a different type of energy system they go fucking oh, yeah. out i'm fucked and i go stop it's because you're squeezing for day life when you box you're whipping your arms you're moving yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're not expending much energy you're yeah. very technical at what you're doing and you're, you're conserving energy because yeah. your technique is amazing when you're on the floor and you don't know anything, you don't have any technique. You so you're just pure yeah, energy. Yeah. You bet you, like we talked about earlier, if you had an en energy bands. In a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like this, ooh, do, do, do. Then you're dead, you're fucking, that, that's when you're going to get yeah, tapped, you yeah, know? Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like fatigue, quick wrestling and, and BJJ, yeah. nothing like it. Horrible. Yeah. Um, but good. Because you mentioned gaming there, do you want to wedge in your uh, Street Fighter facts before we wrap up? Um... Well, I don't think anyone gives a fuck, but I was ranked, <laughs> I think, about 23rd in the world at one point on yeah. Street Fighter 4. Um, what console is that? Uh, PlayStation 4. Right. Oh, it was PlayStation 3 at the time. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. And I'd bought a PS3 um, tournament edition stick, like the nerd stick. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Paid 200 quid for it, and I'd, I'd be like, like hours on end, mate, every night. And I would play online and, and I'd get, I'd fought some of the best Japanese players in the world. Yeah, yeah. And when you play them, it brings your game on. And that's another thing how, how it We've transfers yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you only get better by getting smashed off better players. Yeah. Exactly the same as Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. See, I knew I'd get something out of it. That earlier thing, it, yeah, all, it yeah. all makes sense later. Yeah. Because you learn the timing of things, you know how to defend certain attacks. Yeah. You know, where. If I was constantly just beating people up, you don't improve. Yeah. So luckily, because I had fucking high-speed broadband, I was playing against some of the best Japanese players in the world, getting my ass kicked. But the more I played, I better and better and better. And yeah. I just slowly crept up the rankings. But no one give a fuck, you know. <laughs> All these hours and you, you mention it at a party or something, everyone thinks you're a fucking psychopath. Who's this dickhead? So fuck if he's ranked on a computer game, no one yeah, cares, yeah. you know what I mean? But I was very proud of that. That's like yeah. my biggest achievement going. Um, 
when I was in school and we played Street Fighter 2 yeah I was known as the fucking champion people wanted me to go on Games Master and like prove myself really <laughs> remember, I remember <laughs> I a guy about games I, I know we're going off on a tangent here <laughs> but uh, there was a guy in our school um Chinese guy Philip and Alex Ha and he, he challenged me and he was like I'll beat you on Street Fighter and I was like listen mate you fucking won't yeah yeah and I said look you can pick your favourite character I think it was Ken and I said now I'll be anyone you want to be right yeah. anyone you want me to be and he said Chun-Li which obviously on Street Fighter was the only female character and I got a perfect on him <laughs> and I was about five of us from our skill school and they're all jumping up and down oh my god I was like I felt like the fucking <laughs> king, felt of the like the king you know what I mean so yeah I've always been relatively good at yeah yeah games, but I'm, I'm not really proud of that you know let's not yeah. mention that anymore that <laughs> about the PG <laughs> yeah um, we've done about an hour there Teesside don't really have much of an attention span but um, no they'll probably they'll turn this off after 10 minutes listen to me mate but, you know, <laughs> who gives a fuck when's, um, when's the next round of beginners starting um, seventh of April, I think I said dinner. Yeah. Was it round about four weeks time? Yeah. Um, I think there's about fourteen spaces gone. So okay. Hopefully it'll fill out again. I noticed I did a video right, which is the first time I've ever done a video for anything, and it got four thousand views. Yeah, imagine and it. And I was like, what the fuck? Why haven't I been doing this all the time? Yeah. Because you put a post and you go, please share. No one ever fucking does. Yeah. It's supposed to be your mates, and everyone tags me in stuff and gets me to share their stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to someone doing stuff for me, I go, wow, eight shares. I've got fucking three thousand friends yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and I get eight shares. Yeah. Anyway, I've done that video and I, I looked on it today, and it said four point two k views, and I thought if I can't get thirty people <laughs> out of that, there's something wrong. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think from now on, anything I try and do, it's going to be do a video, video rather than post. Cool. Absolutely That's good. Well, yeah, and if someone was interested in it. Um Then what best place to get into? So just message you on Facebook. Message me on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of them, and you can you can tell everyone until you blow in the face how amazing it is. But you have to get down and try. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, just if, if anyone wants to try a sport or they just feel lazy, need to lose some weight, want to learn something new, get down and do it. The gym's full of amazing people, isn't it? Yeah. I'm the biggest dick in that gym. Let's be honest, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say this to people like, "What are the lads like?" And I'm like, "The lads are amazing, but the, I'm a prick." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm a nice person but honestly yeah. everyone that trains there I, I haven't got a bad word to say about them. yeah same yeah you know what I mean like they're all lovely people and I think even if you are a dick come anyway because it'll it'll it'll, it'll transform yeah, yeah, you yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and if it doesn't then you won't last yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people can't take the getting tapped out, can they, by smaller people? And, and that's Jake, happened to yeah. a few times. When someone comes in and you get a bit of a vibe from them and you think, this guy's a bit of a dick. Yeah. They don't come back and you go, I was right. You yeah, know? When yeah, you, yeah. Then someone else comes in you go, he's going to stick it out. And yeah. I, I've got that, like, sixth sense now. I know when someone comes in. I could have told you who was going to stick from the beginners and who wasn't, like, on the first. Straight away. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, just get yourselves down. I keep forgetting there's a camera there. I should be talking at the camera. That's all right. Don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Beauty. Nice one. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thank Super. you for having me. It's all right. Cheers. Yeah.